0: If you're here looking for information on the Liberty Eagles 2021 season, please leave. That's not a team that exists. They're the Liberty Flames. Please get it right. No disrespect to the Kings of Virginia. Welcome back, everybody, to the Center of College Football. I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording, as always, from the Center of College Football, Lincoln, Nebraska, and Independents had a very polarizing season last year. You had Army, who rattled off nine wins. BYU and Liberty, who lost, you know, one game of pop. Notre Dame, who went to the playoffs. And then you had New Mexico State losing to formerly Division II teams by, like, 26. So, um, there's there's a lot to unpack about these Independents. So, let's go ahead and just jump right into it. So, First team I want to cover is New Mexico State. Um these teams don't exactly have a finishing order. Uh you know, because they're all independence, obviously, it doesn't really matter. But I'm gonna go from where I think they'll be worst to best. Win-wise, so again, I'm gonna start out with New Mexico State in last place. Uh I originally had them winning one game. I think they'll be worse than that. Um I watched this team play their little spring season. Uh, they had Dixie State. They had Tarleton State. Tarleton State. Tar- 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 tarleton State had their first season as an FCS team, and they beat New Mexico State forty-three to seventeen. And then the um, New Mexico State barely beat Dixie State. And by the way, Tarleton State. Tar. tar- I'm. I'm sorry, Tarleton State would then go on to lose to a Division II team. This is a really, really bad football team in New Mexico State. And their schedule is not exactly pleasant. They have San Jose State, Nevada, Alabama, and Kentucky all on the road, as well as Hawaii on the road, and Hawaii at home. They play Hawaii twice, that's weird. The only game I had them winning was South Carolina State, but since I've gotta do a lot more analysis of FCS teams this year as it's in the spring, They've had a pretty solid season despite playing three games. I think they beat New Mexico State. I think New Mexico State wins no games. They win no games. I, I see them winning nothing. This is kind of sad, and I'm sorry. Coming in second to last place, I have UConn. UConn was supposed to play their first season as an independent this year, and they just didn't play. They didn't play. The last time they played was 2019, their last season in the American Conference, and it was abysmal. They were 2-10, and ten. they beat Wagner by 3, and they beat UMass, who was arguably the worst team in the country at the time, maybe Akron, one of the two. Um, UConn's got two FCS teams on the schedule, as well as UMass. I see them beating their two FCS teams, being Holy Cross and Yale, but I could see them losing both of them, either of them... Again, this doesn't look good for them. Um, they lost their star offensive lineman in the 2020 draft and really have nothing going for them. Um, you know, again, <laughs> their schedule's not exactly pretty. They got Army, Clemson, and UCF all on the road. They got Purdue, who I don't think is gonna be great, but, you know, they're not UConn, so, yeah, this is gonna be pretty for them. I guess, technically, fifth place, I'm just going by places because it's just easier. Uh, is UMass. UMass isn't going to be much better than UConn, uh, but I think they will beat UConn, so I guess that gives them a slight head up. Uh, They also have two FCS opponents in Maine and Rhode Island. I think they split those. At the moment, my money's on them beating Maine, losing to Rhode Island, but we'll have to see. And this, this is a bad schedule for Massachusetts. They got Pitt, Boston College, Coastal Carolina, Florida State, Liberty, and Army, and all of those except BC are on the road. Yikes. UMass hasn't done much. They played a little bit last year after initially deciding to sit out. I think they only played four games, but they lost all of them. Scoring, oh good gosh, I didn't even notice this until this exact moment. They scored 12 points the entire year. They lost all of their games by a combined score of, hold on, let me do some quick maths, 106 plus 45, that's hundred. 156 to 12 the entire season. Yup. That's, that's really bad. Moving on, coming in at fourth place, I see BYU. Um, If you listen to my ACC predictions, I kind of hyped this team up because for whatever reason, I was under the impression that they lost Zach Wilson and nothing else. Uh, Then the returning productions from ESPN officially dropped and I realized they lose Zach Wilson as well as Everything else, um, not including Old Dominion, UMass, and UConn, as they really didn't play much of a season, or I'm sorry, Old Dominion, UConn, and New Mexico State, as they did not play a fall season last year. BYU was last place in the nation in returning production. They only returned 47% of their offense, 16% of their defense, and 31% overall. Plus, their schedule is a lot harder than it was last year. Last year, they had a pretty good schedule, and honestly, probably could have made a playoff run with as great as this team was. They won 11-1 and picked up some decent wins against teams like Boise State, UTSA, UCF, came up a yard short against Coastal Carolina, and they have a good schedule this year, but again, they lose everything. Again, most notably, probably top two pick, Zach Wilson, star wide receiver, Dax Milne. Their schedule's not exactly pretty. They play a lot of Pac-12 teams. They got Arizona, Utah, Arizona State, washington state and usc out of the pac 12 as well as uh tough teams like virginia boise state baylor could take a step up i see them going 500 i see them going six and six i think they beat some of the bad teams on the schedule i don't think baylor is going to be much of a threat you know idaho state georgia southern i think they're better than we'll see uh but i don't see this team being much of anything at all this year Coming in at third place is Army. Uh, Army had a bad season a couple years ago, but this team I kind of feel is just one of those teams that's always pretty solid. Um, And, you know, their schedule's not half bad. You know, they got a couple tough games. Miami of Ohio, Ball State, Wisconsin, uh, and Liberty are going to be really tough games you know, they had a okay schedule last year. They really, they won the games they were supposed to. They went nine and three. Um, they only lost to Cincinnati Tulane and West Virginia picked up some good wins against teams like Georgia Southern in one hell of a game. UTSA. (sighs) Looking at this, I see them going roughly nine and three. Um, they're middle of the pack. As far as returning production goes, 42nd in the nation. Um, which, you know, is, is pretty good. All things considered, um, they returned 77% of production overall. I see them going about nine and three. Uh, I'm going to call it now. I see them upsetting Wisconsin. I don't think Wisconsin is going to be much of anything this year. Um, I know they're returning productions high, but just last year, Wisconsin kind of disappointed granted they couldn't get in a groove. And the more I look into it, I'll probably increase my Wisconsin stock. Um, I'll look into it more, but at the moment, as it stands, you know, what, what is it, April? So, like four months out from the College of Football season, I got Army going 9 and 3. Coming in, actually, I changed a little bit. That's why I got this backwards. Technically, third place um, is Notre Dame. Notre Dame, while they lose quite a bit, they're fourth to last in the nation in returning production numbers. This is a team that really is good year in and year out, no matter what. They do get very lucky as they return star running back Kyron Williams, but they only have one offensive lineman returning in Jarrett Patterson. Looking at their schedule, I think they can pick up some good wins. I think they upset North Carolina. Uh, I think North Carolina has a tendency to kind of choke in some bigger games not even bigger, scratch that, not even bigger games. They win the games they're supposed to win, and then they randomly lose to a bad team. Um, but at that point, going into that North Carolina game, I think North Carolina will be undefeated, and I think that Notre Dame will probably be sitting around 4-3. and three. Um, So I see them going about 8-4. and four. I think they'll bounce back in 2022, but losing Ian Book, I think, I believe he's the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history I think I have that number right but eight and four right outside the top 25 uh initially had them quite a bit higher but the more I looked into it I kind of knocked them down a little bit so eight and four is my number for the Irish and finally the best independent team in the nation without a doubt is going to be the Liberty Flames Liberty Flames I'm gonna be completely real I think that they're going to make a case, I don't think they'll make it, but they're going to make a genuine case for the college football playoff. Um, I don't see them losing a single game. A single game. And it's not like they have a cupcake schedule. Uh, there's four really key games on the schedule that are going to make or break their season. Um, Number one is UAB, especially considering it's on the road. UAB is one of the toughest stadiums to play out. Since they have reinstated their football program, I believe if my number is right, they have lost one home game, and that is against Louisiana last year by four. Number two, and this is a three-game stretch, Ole Miss on the road. I think Ole Miss will be undefeated at this point. I think Ole Miss will win the SEC West. This is their biggest game of the season. Number two, or sorry, number three, Louisiana. Louisiana is poised to be one of, if not the best group of five team in the nation. They have the most returning production of anyone in the nation. They're 96% overall, 98% on defense, 93% on offense. They do get lucky, though, as they have Louisiana at home. And fourth, is the season capper against Army? Now, it's not going to Army's not going to be as good as Ole Miss and Louisiana, but it's right after that stretch, so they have to be careful. But I don't see them losing a th- single game, and I think that if they can have enough chaos, they could get into the college football playoff. And if they don't, because they're an independent, they're not going to get a New Year's Six invite, so they're going to end up in the Cure Bowl for the third time in a row – at 12-0 and 0 after beating probably ranked Louisiana team and the SEC West champion, and they're going to create some noise for college football playoff expansion. They have another Power 5 team on the schedule in Syracuse, but Syracuse is a poverty program, so I don't see them doing anything. So yeah, those are my independence predictions for the 2021 season. Again, way too far out. Um... All of the predictions I have written out, I've now made an episode on. So I need to make my predictions for the Pac-12, as well as the MAC, the Sun Belt, and the um, Blanken, Mountain West. Those should be out soon enough. I'm not sure if the other three Group of Five conferences had made um, their schedules yet. I know the Pac-12 has made theirs, but that's going to be a tough one, as I feel like... Everyone in the South, outside of Arizona, plus Oregon and Washington, maybe even Oregon State, are pretty evenly matched, so that's going to be tough to figure that out. So yeah, uh, with that, I'm your host, Jeffrey Calhoun, recording as always from the Center of College Football, signing out.